Today's show is brought to you by Jubilee Hall Gym, Covent Garden. Need an effective workout using state-of-the-art equipment in the heart of London's West End? Then visit Jubilee Hall Gym on the corner of Covent Garden, where you can also check out the gym sauna, as well as a whole host of great fitness classes. Join the best gym in central London, with membership starting at just £14.98 a week, and you can find out more at jubileehallgym.co.uk or telephone 0207 837 4007 to work out at Jubilee Hall Gym, Covent Garden. Hello everybody and welcome to the Two Guys on Fitness podcast with me, Alan Teresa. I'm here at Jubilee Hall Gym in Covent Garden with my good friend, the personal trainer, Julian Bertharat. Hello Julian, isn't it a bit of a chilly day today, this cold January day? How are you doing? Hello Alan, I'm okay. It is uh, that time of the year. Uh, probably the hardest of the year to go through the first two months, I would say, where it's cold, still dark, and where the fun is, uh, and when the fun is behind us, really. So, what about you? Yes, I kind of uh, relate to that. It's um, the low point, they say, uh, this time of the year. For most people, Christmas is behind everybody, and there's nothing to look forward to apart from taxes and bills. But we shall crack on, shall we not? And what are we doing this month on the podcast, Julian Bertharat? So this month it's about treadmill and cardio. Um, how do how do we use the cardio machine? I mean, obviously not literally, but how we could use the machine efficiently to not spend too much time. And uh, yeah, it's uh, for a regular like me running. It's part of the game. It is indeed. So that's what we're looking at this month. We're looking at how to use the treadmill effectively in the gym, how to get the most out of it, and also the role that cardio can play in a balanced workout. And for those so interested, during this episode, we're going to put Julian on the treadmill to get him to sweat a little bit, and also have a conversation about how to use a treadmill in the course of an effective workout. So, oh, I forgot to say what the podcast is about, Julian, I got a bit carried away. Yes, for those who might be new to the podcast, on Two Guys on Fitness, we look at training, diet, and how to live a healthy lifestyle every month. We talk to people when we can, and we do a little bit of exercise, which is obviously what we're going to be doing this month. Uh, so without much ado, the treadmill is waiting. Shall we go and say hello to it, Julian? Oh, yes. Let's do it. running the main point is to feel awake uh, physically and mentally um, the impact you feel when you run on the treadmill is important um, also to warm up in a way or the skeleton because your bones are shaken okay when you have an impact between each other and uh, that's also important we are not just piece of meat we are also the meat is uh, attached to uh, bones and that's important to remind you that it's uh, the body in motion as well you don't run to burn some few more calories or whatever you run again to warm up to wake up your body physically and mentally before lifting weight so to get into uh, exercise activity to do before working out and gym for
Okay, so that's Julian there on the treadmill here at Jubilee Hall, Jim Covent Garden. Uh, and uh, he has joined me now, ladies and gentlemen, after doing the running. And even though he is sweating a little bit, I'm going to ask him a few questions. Okay, Julian, so um, how often, when you train, do you run on a treadmill? Well, I uh, run, I start my uh, workout every day, Monday to Friday, with a run at a treadmill. It's a small run. It's like uh, 1K, and usually I run with a speed of 12 or 12.5, maybe 13, 0.5 incline, and it took me five minutes to do 1K. Uh, it just woke me up literally. I have a coffee before, but it just woke me up physically, mentally, put you on the right uh, mindset to lift weight because it's never natural like that, simple to lift weight. Um, also, once a week, uh, I tend to do 5K on a treadmill and I try to do 5K um, between 20 and 22 minutes, 23 minutes. Uh, that's it. If I have more time and energy, I try to do choice. But basically, a basic week will be uh, 5K uh, in one go plus another 5K, but 1K every day. So in total, 10K a week. That's a certain amount of running. Why do you run so much? Because obviously a lot of guys, when they go to the gym, avoid uh, cardio and machines such as a treadmill as much as they can. So why are you not in that category? So the 1K before the workout is, as I said, it's just to wake up physically and mentally because both will go together and it's a little amount of time it's just five minutes because you run there's an impact so your body your skeleton wake up as well because of the impact uh, or thanks to the impact and uh, yeah so that's the 1k every day uh, the 5k in one go i do sometime i do it before maybe often when i've i've got a break between two clients in the evening and I need to wake up a little bit because at the end of the day, I do it also, I don't run, and that's very important, to lose weight because you don't work out or run to lose weight. You run or you work out to boost your metabolism. It's very good for your heartbeat. Uh, it's very good for plenty of other things. But I think, um, uh, you know, uh, I saw an article recently about a nutrition or dietitian mentioning that if you want to lose weight, Working out is not the best way. It says the best way is to have a good diet, basically. And uh, and yeah, it's true. You 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 run um, and you train for plenty of other good reasons. But if your main reason is to lose weight, I think you got it wrong. Um, and also, so why running? I repeat because there is an impact. Uh, your body have an impact when it run on a treadmill. And this impact is very important to make your to sh to make your skeleton uh, to put your skeleton uh, your skeleton under shock. It's important. You work your muscle. You also want to work the connection between um, the bones and the muscle. So that's uh, running is good for that. And again, I'm back. My background is running uh, rugby. So for me, it makes sense. Okay. And is there a difference? Do you think between running? outdoors in say a park or something uh, something we did an episode about during the dreaded lockdowns as i recall uh, and running on a treadmill is one better uh, or worse than the other oh that's just a 
personal taste for me it's easy because for example the morning when i train i do my 1k and off i go to the gym floor so i lose no time between both if you go in a park and then you go to the gym well you have to commute and all that um running in a park why not if you find a parkour or a kind of um uh something you can do like one turn two turn you know two laps uh, in the gym you know you can work on a speed on the incline which is very useful and um yeah it's less impact on the treadmill and also uh we live in london so i won't run central london just because of the pollution you know and what's your advice for people who are new to the gym Uh, and they may be a little bit intimidated by machines, such as the treadmill. Um, and also, do you encounter that with your clients, or do they embrace the challenge of using machines in the gym? Um, yes, yeah, some clients, uh, and I get the point totally, they, you know, they reluctant to use a cardio machine. So there is two reasons. One reason is, for example, like... Um, because, you know, they pay and they feel like they're wasting their time, me watching them doing, which I totally understand. It's it's no problem. That's why every time I go to do cardio with a client, it's minimum a short distance, more like uh, 500 meters, but fast just to boost, let's say, the session, but no no longer than that. Or the one that I, re I asked the client to come a little bit earlier to do uh, this five-minute cardio on their own, of course. Uh, some of the people... And I think the, I think they are wrong, but the other reason it's um, they they got like uh, they say oh knee pain stuff like that. I think they got it wrong because it's you have to work on it. You can't just remove this impact all the time. You can't you know it's it's part of your our body is made to walk to run. It's you have to do it. Uh, we can take care uh, of your knee with like, exercise. You can do with elastic band. Uh, leg extension, back of leg machine, all that. But I don't think people should fear, you know, I will I will personally fear someone more, much more someone doing a squat heavy with a bad form, you know, like definitely that would be more scary. But, um, and uh, maybe um, again, another reason is some of the guys think they're going to lose weight, like muscle mass when they do it. But again, if only... If you spend more than 20 minutes on the treadmill, if you spend, you know, a short period of time, it's okay. It's, I, try, I try to convince all these people I put on the treadmill, and take it for what it is, like wake up things, you know. And, you know, when you learn that, when you become a PT in your, you know, personal training course, we they all put us on the treadmill. So why you lose this good habit of starting with a nice warm-up? Running is basic. And it's great. It is, I guess. And finally, just on that note, what's the maximum typically that uh, men and women should run on a treadmill before it becomes less helpful than perhaps it could be? So they say, they say that after 20 minutes, uh, well, it depends you know, uh, depend if you walk or if you run. If you run, I would say after 20 minutes, they say you start breaking down the muscle. So basically... It's okay, but basically you make yourself weaker, potentially. Uh, so it doesn't match your next step, which is lifting weight, for example. Uh, generally, after 20, after my 5K, I don't exercise. I do a bit of core and stretching, and that's it. Um, yeah, I think it's important to not overdo things. 
um, yeah, it is what it's. You can also, we talk about the treadmill, but you can very well start with the rowing machine or the bike. You know, I mean, we mentioned the knee issue. I understand that we can do a bike, but again, the impact is a very important thing. If you swim, if you row, if you bike, you have to understand there is no impact happening to your body. When you run and walk, that's where your body has an impact. Excellent. And if you want to see Julian running on the treadmill and possibly sweating a little bit as well, uh, then check out uh, the video that goes with this episode. And if you have any questions about running or anything running related, Julian is your man. So get in touch and I'm sure he'd be able and happy to help you out. Interested in popular culture, movies, music, and politics, then check out ageofdivision.com to read reviews, retrospectives, and commentary on the current crazy world we live in. Ageofdivision.com, where popular culture meets the world we live in. So every month on the podcast, as regular listeners will be aware, we dip into our mailbag and pull out two questions or comments and have a little chat around those questions or comments. And if you do want to get in touch, feel free to do so. You can reach us on our websites, twoguysonfitness.com, on Julian's website, julianbertoire.com, or you can contact us via our Instagram, our Facebook, or our Twitter. So I think I'm right in saying that first up, uh, Julian, this month, you've got the question to begin with. So over to you, Mr. Running Man. That's right. First up this month is a question for Marnie B, who has got in touch through our website to ask this question. Do you have a post-Christmas or New Year workout and diet to get back into shape? Or do you exercise through the holiday and watch what you eat? Well, there you go. This is a very topical question, of course, for this time of year, which is why we pulled this particular question out for this episode. What do you do over Christmas and how do you eat? Now, before Julian gets his chops into that question, as it were, uh, I'll just say that um, I've just uh, spent uh, the first few weeks of January easing back into a routine after enjoying eating lots of food and putting my feet up over the Christmas and the New Year. Okay, Julian, so how do people tackle that terrifying back to the gym or the workout program after Christmas and New Year? Well, interesting question because, thank you, Marnie, because um, for the first time I start training and doing this job, for, no, let's say for a long time, I, um, I was one of these guys saying when I go on holiday, there is no way I exercise. And, you know, you need a break, mental, physical, away from exercising, but for me, from work as well. So, but I have to say this year, when I came back from France, um, when I start training, I find it maybe psychological, you know, aging, stuff like that, but I find it a little bit um, more demanding this year. And I start questioning, wondering if I should uh, exercise when I go on holiday, like gentle things, you know, if there is a gym uh, where I'm going on holiday. So I'm reassessing uh, my opinion about that because, yeah, maybe when you age, when you get older, like we all do, maybe the body doesn't like to stop too long. So there's a sense of uh, you want to continue uh, to keep your body working on. So. Um, 
usually the same for the past 10 years or, or more. I um, I don't really follow diet. We eat quite a lot of fish uh, for Christmas in France, so it's not heavy food. And um, for yeah, I don't really follow a diet. I try to listen to my gut. Uh, generally, when you eat too much, your body tell you you know you feel bloated and uh, you feel heavy on the, when you work out. Uh, I do fast. That's true. Like 10 hours, sometimes 12 hours. And just uh, going through the day with uh, morning to evening with a couple of coffee, stuff like that, drinking water. I, I don't mind that because actually sometimes I don't have time so to have a proper lunch, so it works well for me. And um, yeah, I don't really follow diet. Uh, diet is a bit tricky sometimes to follow. Um, if you feel like you eat too much, just go through fasting period, 10 to 14 hours. Uh, especially the evening, you know, like you can stop eating at 7 p.m. and then you eat again like uh, mid-morning or lunchtime the, the following day. I think it's, you know, you spend a lot of time sleeping as well in between, so it's completely doable. So there you go, Marnie B. Hope that's uh, useful for you. And um, the next question, it's from my good self, and it comes in from Fern, who tells us that she is a 32-year-old teacher living in Newcastle, and who has also contacted us through the website, and Fern asked the following question. I loved the interview with Gabrielle in the last episode. He is very fine, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. That's three exclamation marks. Does he have a girlfriend or a significant other? And has he ever been to Newcastle? I am single. And that's the end of the question. And I think the last part of the question is uh, important to uh, Fern. Uh, So let me just ask uh, Julian. And in fact, we had a lot of feedback uh, on the interview that Julian did with Gabriel last month. So uh, let me ask you, um, Julian, Do you know, is Gabriel uh, single? Uh, Because according to Fern here, he is very fine. Or does he have a partner? I'm sure he will appreciate, uh, Gabriel will appreciate all this uh, feedback, positive feedback. He is indeed a a great guy. And uh, it was uh, a great interview. You know, he's very competent. And also, I think we can say he was quite laid back about all that because meanwhile, he was very competitive, competitive guy because of his job and the competition he does. He was very much like a laid back guy, cool, you know, and uh, it's quite rare in this industry to have people like that who just are able to talk about fear with being able to detach themselves from, um, from uh, competitiveness and, you know, any excess of machoism or whatever. So, um, I, no, I don't know. I think he was, we did not talk about that at all. And he was, uh, he was very focused on the interview and what he was doing. And, uh, yeah, that's, um, I'm sorry, I can't help much about that. It is a great interview, actually. If you do want to listen to it, check out our previous uh, episode, which I think off the top of my head is called Male Fitness uh, Model, uh, because what he talks about in the interview is about the experience of training for fitness competitions, how he trains, and also the dietary aspect, which I found particularly interesting uh, in terms of how much 
protein the body can deal with uh, to make it useful and what he eats when he competes. Um, it's very detailed and it's very informative. Sorry, Fern. We can't tell you if he has a girlfriend or partner or not because, well, we just don't know. But um, I'm sure he would be uh, flattered to hear your question. And if you do want to get in touch, regardless of what the questions are, everybody, drop us a line through any of the uh, channels I mentioned earlier, because we love it when you get in touch. So there you go. That's another episode of the Two Guys on Fitness wrapped up for another month. Uh, How do you feel after going on the treadmill, Julian? Do you feel energized or are you feeling a little bit sore in your legs? I feel good. I, uh, I'm like a, a fish in the water, to be honest. It's, um, it's a nice thing to do. You feel warm. You feel ready to work out, train, or just, to be honest, you know, <laughs> just go have a shower, depending how long you did, uh, you did run. But in that case, I feel good, and I feel quite um, awake. That's how I feel, warm and awake. That's a wonderful thing. It's always good when Julian is warm and awake uh, because he's far more lucid when he is. And um, before we say goodbye to you, you lovely, lovely listeners, what are we doing next month, Julian, looking forward? So next month, I will be talking to a guy who will prepare himself to compete for his first ever bodybuilding competition. And uh, interesting, interesting interview because I will be talking about the reason why it starts and what is the benefit uh, he can get from is uh, getting from the process because that will be very interesting to hear. That's right. Julian's going to be talking to Callum Georgia Leaders, uh, who is starting the significant mountain climb of bodybuilding, just building on our theme from the previous month of male fitness competitions. Uh, so check out the uh, next episode, as I said, of the Two Guys on Fitness podcast for that interview. And the issues it uh, reveals and that episode will be out towards the end of February and until then we say goodbye to you the lovely listeners and I say goodbye to you Julian Berthorat and I say to you enjoy your workout